BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Funded the, the liabilities in relationship to the retirement. So I'll give you an example. Somebody just becomes a new employee at US, uh, the United States Postal Service. The, automatically, the system fully funds their pension. So what does that mean? That means they they spend hundreds, if not millions of dollars the moment you became an employee. So the reason it looks like it's broken, it's because they're overfunding their retirement plans. And if you look up the math of how much of the retirement plan has to be funded? It's a couple of years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the tavern's back. And we had a blast. Let me tell you one thing. It was good to be back in the seat. I know I did a, a guest appearance on my own show when I was taking a hiatus for, for a month. But hey, it's back. It's going to be a monthly episode for now. It might change in the future, but for now, it's a monthly episode Guys, girls, ladies, gentlemen, whoever's listening. Running a podcast isn't just coming home, sitting down, and getting behind a microphone and talking. Okay, There's so much that goes on behind the scenes, whether it's trying to book guests, it's editing, it's researching. There's so much. We make it sound easy because we give you a finished product that is... For your listening enjoyment. You know, that's why you tune into these these shows. It's hard, okay? It, 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 it's a little more difficult than, than a lot of people think. And, and it puts a lot of stress on oneself and 
you know, stress on others. So we're going to go to a monthly roundtable, which you'll you'll still get plenty of content over at patreon.com forward slash my third eye podcast for the full episodes of Talk at the Tavern. Okay. You're going to get an hour, almost an hour and a half extra over at uh, over at Patreon. So uh, five five dollar tier gets you uh, access to the tavern in its uh, entirety, plus a lot of extras on the five dollar tier. Videos, uh, bonus content, whatever. Three dollars gets you the uh, the weekly Wednesday episode, and uh, yeah, next Wednesday, hopefully the the guest <laughs> still stays on. Had a couple hiccups already for Spooktober, but hey, maybe maybe the ghosts and ghouls are are playing into that and uh, making me ghost suffer for going by ghost. But uh, no, I, I hope to uh, be releasing a fresh episode next Wednesday, and I, I think you'll like it. Uh, to, to, the guest is supposed to be uh, kind of in my backyard here in Pennsylvania, talking about some paranormal stuff. So, you know. I can't wait. I, I, You guys know I like this time of the month. However, this isn't the Wednesday episode. So let's get back to it. Patreon.com forward slash my third eye podcast, three, five, ten dollar tier, ten dollar super supporter. Okay. Conspiracy soap. Pa- uh, go, yeah, Patreon. Dangerousworldpodcast.com. Okay. Get a four pack for 20 bucks. Buy a single bar. It's uh, six bucks, five bucks. Yeah, something like that. Six bucks. We might be up in the price by a dollar, okay? No worries. We did not think this was going to be the hit that it was, but by if we just increase it by maybe a buck is what we're kind of thinking. We don't want to... We're not out trying to rate people out of their pockets, okay? Great quality product, American-owned, American-operated, and American-sourced. All natural ingredients, okay? I would... Take this product, put it up against Dr. Squatch, and it's going to outperform all day, every day. I've been using this long before Ryan and I launched Conspiracy Soap. And who knows? You know, (laughs) I sent him the last batch of what we had, and folks, we're almost out. Okay? We're almost out. This stuff is selling, and we want to add more uh, scents. And maybe down the road, more product available. Because we could do bath bombs. We could do shower steamers. There's a lot that we could do. Okay? I'm not saying we will do those. But if the demand is there, something that we can look into. It's another option for you, the listener, to, uh, you know, get a hold of. You know, Ryan does all the, the, the art design and the packaging. You know, he's he's the, the artistic talent behind this. I'm just the guy that knows where to get it, and says, hey, you, you do the rest and we'll figure it out. And, and and that's what two Pisces do, okay? That's what two Pisces do. All right, on to Pure Pet Wellness. They are the leading, in my mind, the leading manufacturer, American-owned and operated CBD supplier for pets, okay? PurePetWellness.com. Enter Ghost at checkout. You get 20% off your entire order. I highly recommend these products. Whether your dog has anxiety, dry pads, dry nose, maybe they got in a scuffle and they have a, a, 
an injury on the ear or whatever. Who, who knows? Or maybe they just ran through a briar patch and got some scrapes and, and, and cuts. You know, I have a coon hound. You know, they go a little nuts when they get in the woods. You rub some of the balm on there, man, these wounds heal extra, extra fast. Even on humans. I'm not, they don't promote the human use. I'm just saying I've used it. My wife's used it. Ryan's used it. They work. Okay. Purepetwellness.com. Ghost at checkout gets you 20% off your entire order. Okay. 20% off your entire order. Also, if you want to be a guest on the Wednesday episode, hit up my third eye podcast booking at gmail.com. That's my third eye podcast booking at gmail.com. Hit, hit that email up, send an email and, uh, she'll get you on the show. Okay. She'll get you lined up with a date to, uh, sit down and we'll do an interview and we'll, we'll talk. I don't care what the topic is. Surprise me. I'm not saying I know everything about everything, but I know a little about a lot. But man, I would like to talk to somebody that I have never had a conversation on a topic that has ever come across my path. Just blow me away. Okay? My third eye podcast booking at gmail.com. I'm getting out of here. It's Friday. You know what to do. Five star ratings and review on Apple iTunes, five star on uh, Spotify, and like, share, and spread these. Uh, each episode, whether it's a tavern, if it's M3E, if it's cunt, share them. You know, we put good time and effort into it for you to enjoy. Share it. If you enjoy it, share it. Who knows? Maybe you might uh, change somebody's mind down the road. So I'm out of here. It's Friday. Drink a beer and don't drink and drive. Oh, you've been waiting for that sound for over a month. Oh, yeah, you know what time it is. That means the tavern is back. So I'm opening the doors. I think Luis is here. He's the first one. And I am excited to uh, be back on my own show. I did do a guest uh, uh, appearance uh, when Catalyst was uh, so kind to take over and and host the, the tavern for me. But it was a good break. And uh, there's going to be some changes coming to the tavern. I think it's going to be a monthly episode right now. But uh, Luis, long time no see, long time no talk. How the hell have you been, my friend? And you're muted. Take yourself off mute. Been a journey. Um, hope you're doing well. Uh, and uh, yeah, I was just speaking to my lawyers about some heinous people. Well, you do. Sometimes li- you do live in New York. Uh, there's a lot of heinous people in New York. There's probably maybe five good people in New York City. You're one of them. Just saying. Uh, it's 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 a problem. Uh, I I'm leaving. I don't know where to, but I'm leaving. So that's a separate question altogether. I have is where do I go? Well, any suggestions? I I would actually suggest. I mean, you're Puerto Rican. You like the warm. Move down south, Georgia. North or South Carolina, Florida, certain parts. I, I would say Georgia, in, in all honesty. I think you'd really like it. I don't know. Savannah's a nice area. Yeah, it's about understanding its culture. I've really never been to Georgia. I've been to many other states. I've 
not stepped foot in Georgia. I don't think I've even stepped foot in it. And even though we have that wonderful guy Jim Bob over there, I was just I've, I've still not met that man. I've not met you still, and you're closer. I uh, you I'm know only... I did meet. You, you know you met John. You've seen uh, news updates for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I met heard the news. Yeah, you met, met Uncle, him. You met Uncle Johnny. Yeah, I met him before you guys. Before oh you guys. shit! And he's fucking Canadian. Yeah. Hold on. Give me a second. I gotta switch the accounts. That's fine. Uh, I'm on the work one. Take your one time. second. Yeah, yeah. If you go down to Georgia, hell, you can hang out with Jim Bob. Yeah, I mean, it, there, it, it's affordable life. Yeah, that's the main thing. It's it's afford it's a mix of affordability and access. So when you combine those two elements, but the the other element together is what community, what what could be the new direction with my work and the work I'm doing. I don't know where it'll go, but I know Georgia in terms of stability, that's why the Georgia Guidestones were put there. Yeah. So in terms of geological stability, it's actually one of the best places to build. Hell yeah. And to live for the next foreseeable 100 years. How you doing? What's up, What's Chad? On, Long time no talk. I The last time we talked, you didn't even have a proper setup. You were still doing it from your couch. Oh, yeah. yeah that was about a year ago. Yes. A new apartment. I got an office. I got a whole, yeah, we've upgraded. Well, that's awesome. Nice. I, uh, for my first uh, episode of M3E, I, M3E took a break for about a month and the tavern I, I didn't host for about a month. I was still doing the, the news show, but to tease the spooktober, I re-released uh, Paranormal Theory, the one that you and I did a, a year ago. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Looking yeah, that forward was a great to episode. Hell, yeah. I always like talking to you. You're always into some off-the-wall shit, so. Yeah, I try in, to be. In a good way. Uh, well, not always a good way, but uh, in a way, for and, sure. What's up, Thomas? Oh, my God. What up, ladies? Hey, what's going on? I love the flag at the top. <laughs> it's a nice touch, right? I did. I had... I had <laughs> two other projectors but this room gets so fucking hot i couldn't i i had all three running one night and all of a sudden i was like i was like an hour and a half and i was like i'm fucking grumpy as shit like why am i grumpy all of a sudden and i realized a while later it was because i was fucking hot that'll do it i got a i'm sorry i got a projector from a priest um and we didn't notice because i thought the wall was kind of janky that there was dead pixels and then he'd refuse to accept it as a return. Uh, yeah, fun with uh, those illegitimate priests in New York. <laughs> I bet you if you said, hey, you can touch my wiener, he, he would have let you take it back. That, that reminds me of a terrible but great joke. Uh, there's a, a priest and a rabbi walk past the park. And the priest leans over and says, hey, you want to fuck those kids? And the rabbi says, out of what? <laughs> wow that was wrong on so many levels <laughs> i didn't write that so don't complain I, I stole that i'm not a racist some a cl- more clever racist than me came up with that that's it is Do you funny. guys remember the amazing racist no yeah that was, was ari shafir yeah, he oh, made flip skits. Of, like, yeah, look up the amazing racist. He would go to like a gas station in the middle of like Compton with a like a fucking white hood on and like a big cross and like filling up a gas can 
and asking people for like change. It's fucking insane. Have you seen the black dude on TikTok who does the reverse where he goes to like like Alabama backwoods towns and like tries to hang out with these people? And man, after a while, they're they're super racist to his face. But after a while, they get to hang it out. It's kind of sweet. (laughs) People aren't people aren't as bad as main to to, to yeah. in most degrees not as, ever as you expect them to be <laughs> well the way the way you got to look at the concept of racism is that in general what it is it's a mechanism of defense of that which you don't understand or uh, is an unknown to you or a prejudice built on past experiences so it's it's a human defense mechanism now is it justifiable to act upon those like ideologies no it's not but you have to also understand where it's coming from and realize that once people are comfortable with you, most of those ideas fade away into nothing. Absolutely. Most people are not bad. I know. Well, when I was in the Air Force, I was stationed in uh, New Mexico. I always had my head shaved. I'm a tall white dude. You know how many times people thought I was just a fucking white skinhead until they got to meet me? And then they're like, oh, shit, man, you're, you're not racist at all. Fuck no. Like why 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 would I be racist? Like just because I have my hair cut short and I'm tall and I'm white? Like don't stereotype me. I'm not stereotyping you. I'm just like fuck Slavics, bro. Just all Slavs. <laughs> hey, that, that's that's only on my mom's side. I I, I, I claim more on my dad's side. We're we're Celts. So I, I love everybody, <laughs> citizen of the globe over here. But the Polish people I have met like from Poland, that's one stereotype. I swear to God, man, it's just that, something in the water or the <laughs> education system. And Chinese wieners. <laughs> that one rings true, dude. Well, I you, swear you, to God. You you know they're the one of the only economies that's currently okay in Europe. Uh huh. And they have all the crime rates are super low. They, there was one guy in Poland speaking in uh in part in their parliament and, and stating. Look at the problems France has, and then states that. Look at the problems Italy, and then states it. And he says, "We're not having any of those problems." Didn't he? See? Call, didn't he even call out Biden? We, it, it's possible. Uh, I mean, I mean, did, did did you hear it? Potentially half a million entered last month. Look, I am for people coming in here, but legally, that's a floodgate. Yeah, that's a floodgate. That's a yeah. An open floodgate is really bad. My issue is it's only ever this conversation at this time of year when they're debating the budget. Like the Republicans, everyone's willing to let it happen all the rest of the time. And then all of a sudden, right now, it becomes an issue for a couple of weeks. And then they'll let it go back to being the exact same thing it was until they need it. To well, be a, they, they, another I, I love they started the wall issue. again. Isn't that hilarious? They were saying <laughs> the wall is racist. Oh, wait, we're, we, we literally took out 12 laws in order to make it go faster. What? You, you you can't you can't uh, at, at at this point you can't even make this shit up, like like stupid just falls in your face. Yeah, it's the corruption. That's why the Polish are so good at it. Is they're too dumb to be corrupt. Well, you forgot the other stereotype is the Chinese wiener. <laughs> you 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 all want to get canceled in a single episode? Huh? Why not? It's my first night back in half, over a month. How many Polish listeners do you have? Oh, come on. Poles you just lost all the Chinese people with little wieners. Oh, I mean, the CCP what? is listening to everything, so he Listen, already was banned. If, if the Polish can figure out how to work a podcasting app, 
Let me know and I'll start to worry about it. I'm just kidding. I love you, Poland. Leave me alone. What are we talking about? Thomas, question for love you. all humanity. What are you doing on Veterans Day? I mean, whatever. <laughs> well, is it a special day for you? It's not really a special day for me. No, I'm trying to put together like three myself and like three other veterans to do like a little round table on that on that Saturday and just shop talk and just kind of take what we're hey, doing right it, now, but right. like take it to another fucking level. I don't know. You know what day it is? The 11th. Of November. He's like, man. Oh, yeah. Let's just talk about how much we love the country that day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm proud to be an American. <laughs> sure, you're going to have many topics of all the love uh, the VA does, all the amazing things the VA has done for you. I, ref- I refuse to use Incredible the VA. Incredible service, isn't it? Isn't I, refu- it like, I refuse to use it. Service? I won't use it. I will not use it. I'm ineligible. <laughs> the fuck? How the hell did you become a hot wax? I got a I got a bad conduct discharge. What could you have ever done? Cocaine. <laughs> he said it was hey, such man, a straight face and so monotone. He's like in the nineteen forties, oh. that would have been a good conduct. <laughs> like cocaine. <Yeah. laughs> no, but what could you speak on the context of how? Yeah, I've met friends off base. I went off base on the weekends. I fucking I went to strip clubs and got drunk and did coke. And then one morning we came back in and there was a a piss test waiting for me and the the fucking Afghani guy that I worked with. And I immediately was like, "Oh, I forgot my dog tags. I need to go to the, you know, to like the the BX or whatever." or like the, the processing station and get like new dog tags. And then the next day I had like a toothache. And then on the third day they were like did you not see the order direct from command that said you have to go and do this thing? Like, go and do this thing. And I went and did the thing, and I fucking popped it so goddamn dirty. Oh. And, uh, yeah. Three days, you would have thought it, it was out of your system. Uh, you would have thought, dude. And I, dude, I drank every fucking pill and drink and water and all that shit that they sold at the head shops. And Wait, none of it. Did they do the hair test? Because the hair test. No, it was, it was just a piss test. But apparently, wow. Coke just cuts right through all that shit. Like, you might be able to get by with weed and the cannabinoids, but apparently, like the the cocaine is just so freaking hair trigger sensitive on that if, shit. With with weed, if you if you consume enough of it, it stores in your fat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, with cocaine, it could stay up to a week, depending on the use case. Yeah, I had so no, I had no chance. I was hoping on seventy two hours, but it, it wasn't enough, man. Dude, no. cooked to me like a suckling pig. I bet I'd I'd be an edible. I bet you could get high on that. <laughs> I don't know how true this is, but I've heard that if you want to pass a, like a weed test, um, then you can just start like eating a shitload of fatty foods and try and build like a layer of fat like on the inside of your body, I guess. <laughs> and so then like scoop deep. Yeah, dude, oh, wait, wait, you do that in combination of just drinking nothing but like like eight gallons of water a day, like something ridiculous that would make you sick. But you do that. And then you just like load up on lots of fats and then that should make it so that when like you, you burn off that inner layer of lipids or whatever, it doesn't have the cannabinoids in it. 
I don't know. It sounds like somebody was going to torture those people that were trying. Because that yeah. sounds like torture if you're like going that far. I used to people. hear. Uh, like, I need to eat. If you use surgel, uh, the stuff that they they use to thicken up jelly in the canning process, that it the cannabinoids. Now this was years ago that they would stick to that, and you'd pass that through. And yeah, I never I heard tried so much it. Bullshit, yeah. dude! It's all fucking bullshit. Yeah, if you sleep upside down on a full moon. You'll, it'll be fucking good. Well, there was that one. There's niacin, and people were like really fucking themselves up by eating yes. like way more niacin than you should have. Ooh, and then there's the- there's another one that the uh, I was it was in South Texas, so I and I knew, knew a bunch of Mexicans, and they all swore by this shit called Palo Azul, which is like the bark of some tree. Mm, when damn. you boil it in water, it turns blue, which is why they call it Palo Azul. But apparently, if you drink that, that's supposed to help you pass a drug test too was it also a psychedelic as a joke it's like ha, 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 ha. <laughs> no, you're gonna get so. high as a guy now it's like they were just giving uh san pedro out you know they're like <laughs> yeah. here take this you'll pass the piss test oh every halloween you're gonna hear it this year too don't let your kids just eat the gummies it could be a weed gummy <laughs> like anyway. i mean now yeah. nowadays people would do that yeah it's cheap yeah. enough Maybe accidentally. Drugs are expensive. I'm like, no, they're not. Not for the people that want chaos. I'm still waiting to eat the apple with the razor blades. User like me, they're expensive. Am I the only one that remembers that? What? I'm still waiting to eat an apple with razor blades or needles in it. Oh yes, that's from my time, and that was after your time. So. I feel Always like that does ladies. happen like at a hospital every once in a while. Never on Halloween, but you do hear about like some people like there was a fucking needle in my donut. Yeah. It happens. Oh, uh, strange objects and food is definitely a real thing. And you know, surgeons really do leave things in you when they're operating on you. That's a real mm-hmm. thing. You can look up cases. Oh yeah. Right now, you can look up probably even radiologists like this case of somebody suing the doctor because they left a scissor inside of you. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually weird. I've been doing a lot of of abduction research currently, and that whole concept of like, well, clearly a large portion of it is fake. Like the Halloween story of the razor apple. Everyone knows that story is fake. But then if you look for it, you can find specific examples that are kind of adjacent to that quote unquote truth. Urban legend. It's an urban legend. That's why we're categorizing it. Um, My the, favorite one is the the guy that took acid and thought he was an orange and peeled himself to death. You've heard that one? <laughs> yeah. Everyone's I heard hear that. Peel himself. I didn't hear the peel himself to that. They just say he's a potato or a, or a <laughs> vegetable. There was a book called How to Change Your Mind from Michael Pollan, who also did Cooked on Netflix, which if you haven't seen, it's an amazing anthropology show about food. It's really, really great. Speaking about cultures and how we treat food. He did one on psychedelics. I love how he describes his first time in his sixties doing uh, mushrooms with his wife. People should explore these topics and explore these tools, but it takes it takes a willingness to be open yourself up to those experiences. Mm-hmm. I tried and to experience. I tried to experience a tool people. once before, and then I got told it was a dildo, and I didn't. I didn't like myself. <laughs> and they were like it doesn't usually go in your mouth that's, yeah that's a specific kink they're like it goes up your butt and i'm like what <laughs> anyway but on dunch yeah i was reading this it's this classic skeptical debunking of 
um, alien abductions. It's called The Abduction Enigma Solved or something like that. Um, it's a 1999. It's pretty dated, but it's still kind of the book people tout like this is the the skeptical theory. And it's that idea that it's a combination of bad hypnosis and movies. And that's what causes um, abduction scenarios. And honestly, they make a lot of good arguments like throughout um, in specific cases. But and then other cases, they just like miss the mark entirely. They're like very... It is. It's that skeptical thing where, at certain points, their explanation becomes more conspiratorial than the the actual explanation. Well, but, some people have spoken on trauma that it's a representation of severe trauma. So they mm-hmm. might have not been abducted, but I'll, somebody did probably something horrific to them. And well, my favorite version of right of that idea is that it's the birth trauma and I'm blanking on the dude's name who there's some psychologist yeah. misses his theory. And that's why it's always in like a medical scenario and you have the bright light and you know, this kind of weird medical examination and um, you know, it's the first time you're aware of like your body and your genitals. So that's where the sexual shit comes from. It's a fun theory. Again, it it takes a lot to prove something like that. Like you can just say it. Everyone's been born, so anyone can be an abductee. Well, we can it's read people's fun. minds now with uh, stable diffusion and uh, MRIs. So there's that. Yeah. Well, he had an interesting thing, and I can't remember what it was. It was something about cesarean sections, and he was, like, able to, like, predict what your abductions experience would be like, whether you had a natural birth or a cesarean section. So there was something weird about it. But again, it's one of those, and this was the skeptical argument, is that he's too close. You know what I mean? Like, he's just, like, so balls deep in abduction research. He's It's confirmation bias. He's looking for these specific things. And so he finds them. Um, but I thought the interesting, the skeptical, like, debunking is, uh, in this book, again, 1999, a little outdated, but they said it's obviously abductions are the same thing. They're completely made-up fakes, like, satanic ritual abuse and multiple personality disorder and i was like oh shit that one's fake (laughs) i did it apparently at the time in 1999 that was considered complete bonk like everyone who had uh did multiple personality does it say like false memory syndrome on the back of the book oh yeah Yeah. it's it's yep it's got all that kind of stuff in it it's um uh, one of the co-authors is um, William Cohn, who's one of the dudes who did a lot of that satanic ritual abuse stuff in the 80s. Uh, and again, it after coming away from it, it kind of made me believe in abductions a little bit more because just like satanic ritual abuse, I think that's a perfect example with the Halloween razor because everyone knows the the fantasy version where like kids are abducted and flushed down toilets and like molested by Hillary Clinton they're fun stories but like obviously a lot of those especially in the 80s satanic panic and a lot of them today is bad psychology mixed with you know a broken legal system and you know cops trying to get easy convictions instead of doing their job there's a variety of things that cause that but when people, when you hear the debunking of it, it is all solid. Those cases are solidly fake. 
But they always ignore that, like, at the same time in Mexico in the 80s, that was when they had the narcos satanicos. These dudes who are literally sacrificing human beings <laughs> for... These... Oh, they still do that stuff today. Oh, God. oh, yeah, they're still wicked about it in Mexico. But it was highly publicized events. And again, those are completely different than these grade schoolers in schools saying these crazy stories because they're pressured into it. But to say that no satanic ritual abuse happens because these kids made it up is completely... BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C false because you can look at it and say well that guy did it in mexico clearly didn't a group just get arrested for satanic rituals here literally just happened last week again we got to hold out because this is america we got to hold out to see if they were real satanists or Mm. just some well going on adjacent (laughs) but i wanted to mention with abductions yeah the, yeah, you're talking uh, about Adolfo Constanzo is who you're talking about, Chaz. That's yes, that the Naganga guy. I got a Naganga too, man. <laughs> yeah, he's wild. It's Solid a really, Yeah, he's an interesting. Oh, you have one of those. Like, yeah, that's uh, they call it Palo, right? That's the type of black Palo magic Santo. Movie. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's wild. Yeah, I, feed stuff. It, I feed it dirt and alcohol and tobacco. It hasn't oh, given good. any winning lotto numbers yet, though. So it seems right. like an unfair trade. <laughs> got to give it baby blood, bro. Ryan, you're muted. Yeah, I'm not really to go that hard. Like, I don't want to like kill any animal. You don't want to win the fucking lottery, then, bro. It's like the philosopher's stones. How many? How many souls did it need to do it? Like thousands of souls to get it to work. Equivalent exchange. Remember that arc in Full Metal Alchemist. (laughs) Ryan, you're muted. Am I still? Yeah. Can I can hear you? I think everyone else can hear. (laughs) Oh. I was like, uh, Chaz answered my my little <laughs> point there. Am no, I, still? I was muting yeah. myself because my fucking roadcaster thing doesn't work sometimes, man. It's me. It's me doing something wrong, but it's like I'm, you know, messing with settings and trying to record today. And it sounded so loud when I started. It's like when you get right up in there and it's like, fuck, like it's like all crazy and just distorted. I know somebody so, who used to come uh, on podcasts and do this a lot. Yeah, dude. So yeah, I'm trying to trying to <laughs> trying to just make sure it's all good, man. But yeah, dude, I, I'm excited to uh, that you're doing this again. You know, having the the fun Friday chats. These are always good. Hell yeah, I'm excited to be back. I was look. I was to be honest, I was a little fucking nervous because I I had taken that month off, and I'm like, man, do I still have it in me? You know, I had to kind of like doubt myself and pep myself up, and I was like, ah, fuck it. After a couple beers, you'll be fine. And there's not much to it either. You're just no. coming on and just talking. I mean, right. you know, it's pretty pretty easy. It's not like you're uh, tap dancing over here. So well, you never know. I could. Give me enough beers, I might get naked and tap dance. 
bust out and dance and song. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, it's uh, I don't know, dude. I I, uh, I know that you mentioned Ghost that you want you wanted to bring up that uh, Maven project. I wanted to see what you had about that. That's something that's interesting to so, me right now. So you were talking about that, and the first thing that that popped into my head was WWE. Back in the day, I think he was the very first winner of their. Uh, I think it was called Tough Enough, or maybe I'm confusing that with UFC, but it was their show that they did to try out to get into the WWE. The kid that won went by Maven. And I was just like, that's kind of weird. Did he know anything about that? Because this was like probably early to mid-2000s. I don't know how long the whole Maven thing's been going on. And the reason why I was thinking that is because the WWE is riddled with conspiracy theories all around, just like weird, like kind of far out there in but some some wait, areas, but kind of not. Maven the Google project, like the one Google refused to work with. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, that's the one. All the employees literally left the office and said, "Google, we're not working on this project anymore. We are the ones that are making the executive decision, not you." And incredible the employees just told google fuck off we're not doing this yeah now it's just in the hands of like uh yeah now it's i mean it's unions it's still being carried out and it's in the hands of worse people but yeah it has to do with like skynet technology and shit you know they were trying to make the drone operations more accurate to kill less people like while that's a good thing it's it's less people it's kill more specific people and and using AI, man. So like that's the whole thing is when the computer starts seeing that you're not, you know, usable or or you know, something that the computers don't want around, then that's when they're gonna start. I mean, people should always be behind the decisions of like killing other people. Obviously, you know, it might sound it's a little turkey. weird. But... They made an autonomous drone that can kill people. Yeah, dude. It's a weird, weird little uh project there. We're going in the great direction, guys. Skynet is already here. What What do you think the real Skynet's called? Amazon. Maven. <laughs> what is I it? Think it's Amazon, bro. Because Amazon, even all the AI platforms in the cloud, guess what? That shit's AWS. running on Amazon. Well, you know who works with Maven now? Microsoft and Amazon. So, I mean, that's it's all it's all tied together, man. Amazon wants to be the backbone of the European uh, CBDC. That's what Jeff Bezos has been focused on. So, and also, what is it? Seventy percent of the internet is AWS. Mm. Dude, what would what would happen if the Rothschilds had their hands on like Bitcoin or something? Well, they don't. Dude, I was going to save this for the news show, but since this is Ghost Show still too. Well, here. hold on. You can you can still save this because the new show will come out before this comes out. Okay. Well, yeah. Let's uh, let me share something here with you. It has to do with uh, Taylor Swift, which I know you guys love. Ooh, shut up! I gotta watch football this weekend. I'm I mean, the the craziest stupid thing I just heard was that it's a man. I'm like, what the hell? There's a whole side of the internet that thinks Taylor Swift is a man. What the hell? Well, Taylor Swift's built like a boy. You know what I mean? She's got the same body as like a child does. You know, And, and she's a carp- um, carpenter's dream. Right. right. Now, so this uh, this is from... Someone sent this to me. It's from Tinfoil Hat. 
um, you know, they posted it. But this is a really interesting clip, dude. I think that this is just like a wild, like I love sports conspiracies. So I'll share this here. I'm make sure my sound's good. I know. Um, I've already seen this. Is it the take over the number one broadcast thing? I don't know. Um, it's uh, It has to do with like the, sw- you'll see. Just check it out here. We'll see what we think. The Super Bowl is predetermined by the NFL, and this year, they're not even trying to hide it. But before I tell you who the Super Bowl narrative is forming around, I need you to fully understand how crazy this scripting really is. Now, since the NFL was created, rigging and scripting has always been a part, but Tom Brady and the Patriots are a perfect example. Now, Tom Brady came at the perfect time. After 9-11, America needed a hero, maybe even an underdog story, so who better than Tom Brady on the Patriots? I mean, you honestly couldn't have scripted it any better. After 9-11, the star quarterback goes down, the underdog comes in, saves the day, the Patriots go on to win the Super Bowl, Congress enacts the Patriot Act, and all of a sudden there's a Patriots dynasty amongst the league, and it doesn't stop there. Katrina hits New Orleans in 2005, construction doesn't finish until 2010, and can you guess who won the Super Bowl that year? And I don't want this video to be 20 minutes long, so let's skip to 2020 with a familiar face, Tom Brady. This is after COVID, everybody's staying at home, so who better than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Tom Brady to win the Super Bowl at home in Tampa Bay. It makes perfect sense and you couldn't have scripted it any better. What about the Rams? Sean McVay with the Ukrainian wife? The Rams with the same exact colorway as the Ukrainian flag? And that reminds me, I think the Golden State Warriors won that same exact year with the same exact colors. Kind of like after the Boston bombing, the Boston Red Sox went on to win the World Series. It's not just the NFL. And I could go all day about this, but the one thing I want you to take from this video is the Kelsey brothers and their connection to Swift. This offseason, the Philadelphia Eagles signed DeAndre Swift, who's from the Philadelphia area, to team up with Jason Kelsey in that offensive line. Now, the past two weeks, Travis Kelsey's got his own Swift, Taylor Swift, and they cannot stop talking about that. And this entire video has been focused around how major events are planned with the Super Bowl. So I would find it extremely perfect if there was a rematch between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs this year. Tied in with some type of global banking event because Swift is actually an acronym for a system that allows countries to transfer money between banks. This cannot be a coincidence. This has to be foreshadowing by the NFL. It yeah, cannot man, be a coincidence. It's impossible. No chance. No chance. No chance in hell. Of Swiss banking name. Yeah, it's all we Illuminati. We turned off Swift for Russia years ago now. So that's a, that's a, that's one key point. We turned it off for Russia and the United States. I think is holding three hundred to six hundred billion dollars in Russian assets. Here's the Just real my least that favorite takes. Is that my bills are going to the Super Bowl this year, fuckers? <laughs> I oh, dude, yeah, I yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. They were supposed to go last year when uh, what's his face died. Exactly, and so that's what I'm saying. If it was scripted, the Bills would have won last year. They had the script; the whole thing was perfect. Uh, mm. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I think that sports are—I mean, dude, uh, sports are rigged. Certain sports, for sure. yeah. Yeah. certain sports. Are the refs rigged. definitely play Vegas. They're allowed to bet. They definitely do, and you can tell they'll fucking alter a game to cover the spread. Well, there was some yeah. shady 100%. shit in uh, last night's game with the the Bears and the the Commanders. I'm sorry. The chief, oh, the, dude, I made a lot of money on that game, man. I bet on the fucking Bears, and I bet on the over, and I kept doing, like, different uh, quarter points bets. They scored over on every quarter, man, because yeah. the Bears, like, just went out. Because, dude, they had a Wait, guy die. Win a game? Good for them. Well, not they, had a dude, 
Who the Bears did? That uh Oh yeah, oh yeah, uh yeah, Dick his, Butkus. It wasn't Dick Butkus, it was someone else. It was uh who was it? It was some number fifty one. I'll see Dick who it Butkus. is. Right now. But Dick Butkus. Was it really Dick Butkus? Yeah. One of the is most that a real name? Yeah, one of the most yeah. feared real def- human name? defensive linemen there there ever was. Yeah, he's great. But I thought it was someone uh different because Dick Butkus died, I thought, a little while ago. I'll double check. But uh but yeah, man. So they had someone die. So yeah, they get their first win instead of going zero and five. They're one and four now. Well, that and the, the oh, did you see the refs? That'll change it for the people of fucking Chicago. The Bears. This is the bread and circus. Yeah, it was Dick Butkus. to a degree. Why you doubt well, me? Because I thought that they were saying. I mean, I was drinking a little bit last night. I had a couple of beers, but they were showing a picture of Dick Butkus with who I thought. They were talking about dying because I thought for some reason Dick Butkus died like you know months or years ago or something, and then this other dude just died. But yeah, you're yeah you're right. You it got man, you got Mandela. I don't think so. I might have just not been paying attention to be honest. Or he just got drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I only had two beers. But like the only reason that I pay attention to football is betting. I really don't give a shit. And like baseball too. Like yeah, I wear the Diamondbacks hat and I got you no know, Suns stuff, but. It's just because I'm out of Arizona. I don't give a shit hey, about the outcomes. This year, I'm an A's fan. Okay. O- only because like of Kirby. It. Okay. He's He's been on the tavern A's? a couple times, and I don't know. I, I root he's for a cool him. cool dude. Yeah. Down to earth. Not a big fan of baseball, personally. But it's the hardest sport out there. Pro- most boring <laughs> sport out there. Prove Pick me the wrong, Matt and Hank. Prove me wrong. No, oh, I hate it. that argument. The argument there is it's the most hardest sport because everyone sucks at it because it's hard to have a fucking good batting average or whatever. It's a boring game. It was designed to be boring to take up all day because back in 1901, there was nothing to do all day. So you sat there for nine innings. Not yeah. crickets. Dude, yeah, that's, that's all they did. Cricket could be like 12 hours. They took cricket, cricket and was like, multiple days. let's kind of modify cricket and run around in a circle on a diamond and uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll We'll say we're really good athletes because we have good hand-eye coordination, but we could be the fattest motherfucker out here and probably (laughs) suffer a heart attack running to first base, but we're athletes. I wanted Hank to be on here before we talked about this, (laughs) but yes, this is why they call it America's pastime and not America's sport. I've said that several times. It's America's pastime. I like that. Um, But yeah, dude, no, um, I I love like, dude, I got like a bunch of friends that are really diehard baseball fans. And if that's your thing, cool. But I think it's boring as shit. I think just because it's hard to hit a fastball, it doesn't make it a sport. You know, it's hard to throw a bullseye. It's hard to draw a realistic face. The international games. Uh, America dominates. Yes, but. Uh, it's interesting. Like there has been games where they've gotten really close and you watch when you watch other countries play each other, you see them playing like you see them like, oh, this is fun because it's like a real challenge. It's a completely separate structure to a degree. So it is actually like World Cup. Watch those games. They're actually watchable. Yeah. Okay. It's people are more passionate about it. Like there is World Cup is in soccer there. Yeah, soccer. Oh, you lost me, bro. Absolutely lost me. 
<laughs> See, now, by, by contrast, soccer, I think, is boring as shit as well. But there's no denying that those dudes are athletes. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's no, fucking hard yeah. to run that They run, much, like, you know four or five miles a game, man. Yeah, dude. But it's it, to me, it's like the Daytona 500 of, like, running. Like, great. You can <laughs> run back and forth on this thing for three and a half hours. I'm impressed by the stamina, but it's it's really, really boring. Instead of running oh, in circles, they just run. Someone might crash, though. It happens. <laughs> you just run back and forth. Yeah, NASCAR has that. Good slide tackle. Come on. Yeah, man. I mean, dude, gymnastics is probably the most difficult sports, like the fucking the, the bar where you're spinning and then that horse thing where the dudes are or, flipping Or the around. balance beam. Yeah, those are the the most difficult sports. Boxing is and up they, there as they well. Destroy your, they destroy your body. They absolutely destroy your body. That's why most gymnasts are small. It's because of yeah. uh, the spongy stuff right here. So because of the uh, constant abuse you get to these p- certain parts of your body, it calcifies faster, so you stay short. So is well, that dude, why the they have small titties? Athletes, the highest level athletes in female gymnastics are like 15, 16, 17 years old. You know what I mean? In oh, men's, it's like 25. I, but I, um, I take back it, what I just said. Interesting. That's fucked up. They're going to get rid of wrestling in the Olympics, but they're going to, yeah, I say get rid of gymnastics. Those girls are too young. Do you just think our own Olympics? Yeah, dude. They're saying not enough people show up to like watch it, the event in person, and then the TV numbers. The, well, here's the issue: is they base off what they're going to put on TV off of who shows up in person. And since no one's showing up, they said person, they were going to do the hacky sack type of game, but what it's with a with a net. Like you play volleyball with your feet. I don't know that one. Huh. Interesting. Now I I, yeah, I gotta a, formally well, take back what I said Caribbean. about small titties because I, I didn't realize they were that young of girls. So I apologize. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna get canceled. Yeah, they're all well no, he'll I mean, they're gonna make him president now. That what do you guys that. think about steroids? Because I I really do believe that the next evolution of sports in my mind is when we it's, start allowing everyone games. to do as much steroids as you want, bro. Like push, Isn't there already push yourself a, a, to the absolute there limit. There should be. There should be a version that's basically trans are allowed, everybody's allowed. Like everybody. Yeah, we played uh we played the South Park anything. clip on no that rules. on the new show probably what a couple experience. months ago. With uh yeah. Macho Man Randy Savage being being the transgender character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean they have it in like jujitsu, you know. Jujitsu is like a you know I, I, I can't stand jujitsu and, and like the whole culture around it because it's a bunch of kind of gay dudes that you know they do some weird stuff. I understand it can break your arm like and choke you out. Gay, all right, stuff. the whole thing's gay. Sport, football, it yeah, sports are gay. It's a spectrum, you bigots. <laughs> so there's a dude. I mean, there's a guy named Gordon Ryan that's a big jujitsu player. He's 28. He looks like he's 60 because he's done so many steroids. Literally has white hair, white beard. You see the guy. You you cannot imagine that he's 28 fucking years old. I, I gotta see this. I'm like, wait, what? Oh, this is already more interesting than this. anything soccer related I've heard about in a year. And we're just talking about a guy that does a lot of steroids. <laughs> it might have been disinformation, what's, what's but I'm pretty sure, look it up, the steroid games. I think someone, like some YouTubers or like shit. Oh, that's gonna be Mr. This. Beast in like five years. The steroid games. The steroid yeah. games where they're like, all right, we... we now that I think about it, it must be a meme because they made a, a like a parallel to the Special Olympics and stuff like that. So, so yeah, it must see. be a meme now that I'm thinking it aloud. But might as well type it in, see if it's there. I mean, why? I'm just I'm like legitimate question. Why don't we want Mark McGuire and Barry Bonds to just smash baseballs thousands of yards away? Like, why don't we want that? 
Right. Or, I would prefer it. God damn, a guy on the left has, or on the right, depending on how you're looking at the uh, the picture, them some beautiful fucking man titties. I know. Look at that so, nipple. So wait, so the guy in the middle is 28 years old? He's 28, yeah. I mean, I got to see his face because, I mean, the getting the gray is not that bad, but if he is, his skin is already showing issues, that's a different thing. Well, he does so many steroids. I mean, the guy almost killed himself by doing steroids. This, he looks younger, but still not 28. I mean, he looks like he's in his 30s, 40s. Um, is but it yeah, a bad is, thing, though? Because, I mean, I can't we see that as a good up. thing? Like, how many times is like, you know, uh, Jackie Chan come close to death and everyone respects him? Years. That's what yeah, that Jackie is. Chan, 66 now? Yeah, but Jackie Chan's not a juicer. Yeah. No. Imagine if he was, was bro. Natural. We could have had a much better Jackie Chan. Yeah, you've got to be nimble. Though you don't want juice if you're doing Jackie. Yeah, you don't want juice. Flexible. Well, that's what I want. Jujitsu, dude, is that they say that jujitsu, you can be like the tiniest dude, and you can beat up bigger guys because you're using like technique, not strength. But then the best jujitsu dude in the world's a fucking roid head. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Again, one of those things where bias here, folk style wrestler. But really, yeah, yeah. UFC, whoever's the better wrestler usually wins those matches, except for the fun knockouts. You get those every once in a while. But Well, folk can... style wrestling is weird too, Chase, because it's like it's only fucking here. Yeah. What the hell's yeah, folk so, style? Greco-Roman's better. Folk Wait, style, is what folk they do style wrestling, which I'm missing. Is this US. like ladders and glass? Is that what folk style wrestling <laughs> is? <laughs> yeah, and a, bar, a lot of hay. There's a lot of hay involved. A swish and, uh, and a flick. Farm animals. It's like the bat, like the backyard wrestling, right? That's what I assume when someone says folk wrestling. No, no, no. That it's literally like your high school wrestling. It's three periods. It's uh, as opposed to like Greco-Roman, which is the where they're standing up and doing the throws and shit. And so mm-hmm. Greco-Roman is what you see, and um, they do Greco-Roman and then freestyle, I believe, in the Olympics. Those are the two categories. And freestyle is a little closer to the folk wrestling. Um, folk wrestling just has more rules because it's, it's for kids. You're not going to try not to break necks. And folk shit. wrestling is gay. I just got to say that it was it was always the way. <laughs> Everyone was like looking for boners and like, oh, you know, Jimmy got a boner. You're gay Dude, now. I'm not like, everyone was just terrified to get a boner help. in the middle of it. My uh, God, did you see Bruce in his singlet? Yeah, there's no there's no logical reason that we can't evolve the uniform there, guys. I really like put, put some it, pants on the children, please. Did you see did you guys hear about that school uh that had so many reports of abuse that they're like the worst case anybody that was inspecting them has ever seen? This has oh. just recently happened. A school got uh accused of a lot of bad things they were doing. I doubt it, man. Uh, I mean who wants to spend their time around kids? It's not hey, people man. that want to educate them. It's pedophiles. I fucking work <laughs> with kids, dude. Back up. I thought, I don't you do it over the computer? <clears throat> huh? Yeah, I'm on the computer and in person. But sir. your kids are college, aren't they? So most of my Chinese students, the kids I work with, I work with an after school program. It's non for profit. That is an uh, outreach program in, in Gainesville. Um, and yeah, we work with underprivileged kids. We give them resources, gaming PCs to practice shit on, and yeah, that's gay. We're talking about gay stuff. stuff. That's gay. <laughs> <laughs> working with kids. And no man, it is nice community. And I do think teachers are being unfairly maligned. Like mouths shine up in this bitch. 
because of, of certain political elements. You fuck yeah, teachers. sure. Yes. Some bad apples. <laughs> Some bad apples. Like we're one teacher cops, out of the, the the decade that I went to school that like away. I liked. So so yeah. so Chaz, yeah. next time you open with that and and you're mentioning Gainesville, be like you know Home Olymp Biscuit. It'll bring a little bit more masculinity to it. Tom Petty, sir. <laughs> Back up. Oh, I love Tom Petty. True. Groove Shark too. You guys remember Groove Shark? No, I don't know Groove Shark. Uh, poor Groove Shark. Tom Petty's my desert island artist. If I was we stuck a on a desert island, too. What's um? Oh, what's that lady? Gwyneth Paltrow. What's up? What's an SNL lady from here? The ah, it's gonna come to me. Not Miss Wong, right? No, 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 no. The ah, uh, the really light skinned black lady. What's her name? Tina Fey. Okay. Yeah, Tina Fey. That was it. <laughs> Amy Poehler. Thank you. That was. The... <laughs> yeah, the cop. I gotta look it up. Yeah, no. Some teachers are cool, honestly. But yeah, dude, I think a lot. Of, I mean, like a lot of teachers are weird. You yeah. know what I mean? A lot of them. When you're dealing with kids all day, it's going to be tough. But you gotta put a disclaimer cool. out there. Uh, if my daughter's listening, I don't think you're weird. You know, she must be a teacher, but she's also female. My sister wants to be a teacher as well. So, yeah. so a thing about teachers, and I guess uh, maybe this is like an old man rant, but I swear that they'll get into the profession, and then like three to five years in, it's like we're so underpaid. No one appreciates us Maya enough. Rudolph. Like, are you not a teacher? Didn't you know to research the career <laughs> right. field that you're about to go into and know ahead of time that it's just going to be this underpaid thing. Like it, it, it's always like a surprise. Like, can you believe this? <laughs> like, fuck, dude. Yeah. And well, it's why we're not it's, teachers. It's also the, the work scale. Uh, if you do the breakdown of how many, mm-hmm. how many hours teachers work, it is, over six right but i mean if you're a teacher you could like i don't know fucking look into that you're already in school talk to a teacher you get three months off you're working plus in nine months a year yeah, plus all I the other holidays it is important to note that again when we talk about these things what are the solutions better pay more teachers like no, that's how either. we get the education system oh fuck no dude more more pay for teachers is the exact opposite direction we should be heading we pay teachers more than any country on the planet and look that's where we're at it's, it has not nothing true. to do with paying teachers that's simply that's not true dude i work i a lot of colleagues who have worked in specifically asia korea japan they make Pub- way public or private both you can make private if you first of all to work in a private school over there you have to have like a doctorate in english it's fucking insane but public school absolutely you make a it's a six-figure fucking living i have a uh and how how big are those classes because i guess the the full quotation there of like we spend more it's it's less about the teacher's salary it's more about per student more money goes into the system per student head than other countries whereas it's it's less efficient here so it obviously doesn't all go to the teachers a lot of it goes yeah, to but I, I think that number is clearly inflated hold on one second i'm doing no, no, a lot of parts right I, now i, I know one the second. answer so the to the Hello, point you're saying the it's the admin budget so if you look at the budgets of any school you will notice a giant amount is spent on admin in new york city Guess how much they pay per student, the state. Guess how much they spend per student in New York City. Take a wild guess. You're not going to believe it. Uh, 20 grand. 
plus twenty two thousand per student per year. So we what we did look it up and we're not even close to the top. Well, we're fairly close, about you know higher the than the top there. and the bottom. They're just yeah. The, the lowest is Brazil. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, well, well, there's so good. many good fighters coming out of Brazil. Well, that and they're right. focusing uh, on on butts. I mean, sports you, are you, always the out out path for poor education. <laughs> Yeah, United States and Iceland and Norway, Canada, similar. Um, but yeah, outside of the top 10. But again, for a lot of these places, oh, no. we also have a much larger population. So there's it, it is, it's it's an issue. And it's so it's one of those things where um, the people are mad at the education system and they should be. It's a broken system. But that anger is now being, as it often is, is like, oh, you're mad at the system? Well, blame these poor people. And the poor people being blamed for it, especially here in Florida, are the teachers. I don't know, dude. I don't know how much money you could have thrown at my, like, eighth grade uh, geometry teacher, and she never would have gotten (laughs) undrunk in the middle of class. Again, there's some issues there (laughs) and things like that. But uh, we also have to consider the the quality of education that we're, we're receiving, Almost everyone in these countries ahead of us and a lot of them below us, most of those kids come out of their public schools, high schools, speaking a second language. Yeah. Fuck me sideways, dude. How many Americans do you know? I My Spanish is shit. Around here, we call that spooning. And on that note, I have to introduce Jeff from the Shadow Band podcast. Have been trying to hook up with him for probably close to a year now because he took a hiatus and he's hard to get in touch with. And uh, welcome to What's up? the tavern. It's been a long time since you've been here, and a long time since uh, I heard you do anything. So, yeah, yeah, man, I did step away, man. Honestly, because we all know, dude, you get into this conspiracy shit for long enough, and you go down the rabbit hole far enough, like it can mess with you, right? So it just got to that point where it's like, part of it was like, hey, your podcast is becoming a job didn't want that and the other part of it is just like hey man it's just you get too black pilled so it's like i just need to start fishing i'm just gonna go fishing bro that's what i did (laughs) i hear i hear it i I remember one back one morning sitting there watching you make scrambled eggs gordon ramsay style i'm like bro bro Stay here.
time This room won't be open Tell your brothers or your sisters come 